Booyah! Tasha! <laughs> that was pretty good. All right. That was interesting. I, was, I didn't know if I was going to say something first. We, you were going to say something first. We both definitely hesitated in air. I got nervous. I Andy didn't want to. was suspended. Her I was. arms were up. I, were, I didn't know. <laughs> That's my suspended face. And stature. I like it. Arms up. This is no just hello, how are you episode. Apparently, we're in it. Well, so I've been like kind of listening a little bit to our, you know, our little show, a little podcast show. A little thing we got here. This little, this little thing everyone's listening to. And I feel like every fucking time I start the, or I press record, the first thing I say, or is well, 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 well. Well, well. So I wanted to start differently, and that was it. I think we succeeded in that situation. That was booyah, kasha. That was good. So it's been a bit. It's been a bit. Um, We are really bad because we still have not seen Hereditary. Oh my god! But that's okay. That's all right. We we like the initial masses to go. You know, we got. You know, I need. I'd like my own movie theater. Exactly. Yeah. We like to spread out, lean back. Le- Whoa! So I'm okay. Ooh, first, Sorry. You did it. Wait. So I prepared, prepared us cocktails. Uh, Pammy just took the first I sip just... from the bottom. <laughs> you can never take a sip from the bottom on my drinks. It's all bourbon. Oh right! There. I should blow bubbles blow like bubbles, you do. Blow bubbles or just sip from the top. That's where all. Mm, there it is. Well, ooh, oh, well, like, oh, this is. Well, it's everywhere now. It's uh. I just spilled everywhere. It's out of the cup. <laughs> I just spilled everywhere. God damn, she's oh, like an angel. Shit. It goes well. Okay, well, let's see what it tastes Jesus like now. Jesus Christ. Oh, still tastes the same. Well, it's lots of bourbon. Woo, lots of bourbon. Half gingerade kombucha mm. and half grapefruit San Pellegrino. Holy, that's lots a lot of, of flavors. <laughs> Yes. A very drink. Well, for, mine is very drinkable. Well, I don't know what I failed on her end. Uh, it sh- seems to be very strong. It's yes, so but sorry. it's it's delicious. I'm I got woo, got it. We'll let it dilute. I'm awake for the first Where time today. I am woke. There's your coffee. <laughs> I am woke. Um, yeah, so Hereditary has got is like ninety eight percent on fucking. I, like I'm so nervous on though. red uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Rather, what if it cha- like I I'm nervous because. We've just seen so many, and... Well, I'm only comparing it to Quiet Place at this point. There's, I mean, that's the only good one so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but it's, what's her face? And she's so good. Yeah. Tony Collette. Ugh. I mean, it's going to be, what's with the girl whistling and the birds? I don't want to know. We got to figure it out. We're we going gonna to go see it. But, Probably of course, week. yeah, we're, we're going to see it next week. But... <laughs> Uh, we also have to watch The Bachelorette because we are so behind. Are behind. It's embarrassing. Uh, we're three episodes behind, but which we means we are 18 hours behind. Days behind. <laughs> <laughs> because why are they making episodes three hours like long? Three hours long. I got shit to do. Like There's like intermissions. Sh- no, there's act ones, I act can't. twos, Musical maybe a prelude. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Mm. And then the second it's overture. Much, it's a lot. But, um... I'm excited, though. Oh, my God. Oh, thank God I remembered. Okay, so I feel like my... (laughs) My life is mirroring 
my podcast life. Not in, uh, that I'm saying I'm murdering has people. Has anyone seen <laughs> a six foot two man, silver beard, pepper, salt and pepper no, beard? No, he's live. He's Where's live. beanies? Where he's live. Rap. Um, I'm not leaving until okay. he walks. That's fair. I I should have stated that a, a little bit in a in a different way. Maybe a little bit more. Uh, just want to clarify, I'm not murdering anybody. We will do this from jail. Right. I mean, I'm just oh, telling you that. We're going to get an inside look at the yes. justice and system. If they can do it with Eileen Warnos, they can do it with us. <laughs> um, so I'm reading, so I read The Alienist like years ago, which is Caleb Carr's novel, okay. which is about this like, this doctor, so the alien, so an alienist apparently is what they used to call psychiatrists and oh. psychologists. So. I did not either. So it takes place in like the late 1800s, early 1900s in New York City. And I read this years and years and years ago. And I accidentally got my facts wrong. Okay. Which is not common. Well, facts. Facts. (laughs) No, you know. So what you're doing is you didn't get facts wrong. You discovered the facts. Right. I discovered the fact, which is that the the sequel, if you will, to The Alienist um, is out. What is that? And it's and it's been out apparently uh, since 1997. Oh shit! And but what I what is this? It's called The Angel of Darkness. Holy crap! And it's about a woman nurse. Oh god. Killing yeah. children. Oh my god. With what's that what's this what's the um the the chloroform thing that I can't pronounce. Strychnine? Oh, strychnine. Thank you. What? I was literally reading on my way it's to work today and I no, it's a book. book. It's a book. Girl. And I was like, why is this happening? Am I reading about Jane Toppin? I was very That's confused. Amazing. I was like, hold on a second. Oh yeah, cuz that would have come into your So you you saw that right after your Jane Toppin episode. Yeah, I like Crazy. just got into the book where it like started get like it's now we're like getting into the book. But, oh, my God, this book is amazing. It's called The Angel of Darkness. You don't necessarily have to read the first one, but, like, maybe the first 20 pages is, like, regrouping what happened. Was The Alienist good? It was really was that, good. Does it go in line with it? It's not, It's not like, chronological. It's huh. just the same characters. Okay. Um, but they mention, like, the Beecham case, which okay. is what happened in the first. And to be honest with you, I totally don't remember. Yeah. I just okay. remember really liking the book. So... Great. The Beecham case. The Beecham case. Yeah. So every time they mention, I'm like, okay, of course. no, the Beecham case. I'm sure something blah, happened. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the Angel of Darkness just started getting real good. So I'm very excited about it. Is it like thriller or like detective reading? It's like it's like tr- it's like crime detective. Okay, cool. Because you're like you're solving it with them. Nice. I love those. And like you're figuring it out like as yes. they're figuring it out and you're like what's happening next? What's happening now? And you both have that like oh like yes. as they get that Yes. Moment. Yeah. Those are it's cool very books. good. It's very very good. I like it a lot. You guys should read it. It came out in 1997. It's out there. It was republished. That's probably free on a Kindle somewhere. In No, I fucking really? paid for it. Oh. 12.99. Holy shit. I know. That shit's 11 years. But it's annoying because it says that I, when I was trying to get Lee, I was trying to get Lee to read it because she was at a bookstore. She's like, I can't find this book. I was like, dude, they just published it. It came out in April. Wait, how, what were you like? Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to drink more of my 
shot in a tall boy. I didn't boy. mean to make you angry about the Kindle moment. I feel we got a little diverted. What I did didn't you put get my you drink? extra chase. Mine, <laughs> taste mine. I think we need to know. Mine is delicious. The audience needs to know. I'm either a straight up alcoholic or I made imbalanced drinks. You made imbalanced drinks. Oh, well, mine's <laughs> fucking made imbalanced drinks. Mine's so citrusy. Mine just is just easy. Fucking, I feel like I'm just like in a barrel of bourbon. I would maybe dunk a little more something in there then. Or I could just suck it up and here drink it. Here we are. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, we're doing it. Let's jump right in. This I feel like I just a, spoke um, for the last eight minutes straight. That's okay. Do you have anything to say? Um... Uh, uh, I just saw Come From Away. Ooh. I'm super into it now. Also, I have a, a new dream role, which is perfect because the character is like 50. Perfect. So, so you got I time. Have, I've got like 10 you years. You got time, girl. Because I got to get like a boy body. 10 years? What are you saying? You're 40 years well, old? Well, the, the actress playing it now is like 44. Oh, okay. Because okay, at okay. one point she has to allude to the fact that she's 51. And oh, oh my God, she's so, I'm like obsessed with this woman. Uh, and this show, it's my second time seeing it. It's about the planes on 9-11 that were diverted to Newfoundland in Canada Ugh. because they closed down American airspace. And I freaking am obsessed with this musical because it's a uh, 90 minutes, no intermission, ensemble. So 18 actors make the stage at one moment feel empty and deserted and then at the other moment make it feel so chaotic like 100 people are coming in and out. The band is awesome. It's like bluegrassy folk. They come into the scenes, and it's just the most roller coaster ride of kind of going back to that day uh, and like all of the emotions resurge. So the Ugh. whole audience is fucking sobbing, which Ugh. is great because that's all you can really do. Ugh. But there's also moments where you find this like, they find these really great human humor moments. So you're like cracking up laughing in one minute, and then somebody gets a phone call the next, and you're like weeping. So good. See it, whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's like one eighteen a ticket, so you know, save mm. up, save up. Um, that's really all I got. Weren't you supposed to get? Weren't you supposed to get something in your nose yesterday? Uh, I'm doing it Tuesday. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get my septum pierced. So you're gonna do the bull ring? No, that uh, not the bull. Well, See, it hurts me you when said, you say that. You, so I'm getting my set of pierce, but they have all these cool, um, I'll show you it after. It's like these beautiful tribal things now. But it's still a hoop. It's either a hoop or they have love. Um, oh, you are, that's going to hurt no, like a... No, it hurts less than cartilage. Motherfucker. So apparently it's this thin double, it's just a double layer of skin. It hurts less than getting up here or what? the side of your nose. Oh my God. Ah, yeah. I'm like tearing up touching my nose right now. Well, you, I think you're touching the um, wrong spot. I don't know. I poked a oh toothpick pretty good on it to test it. And I was like, okay. You did not. And then my dad did like hours of research. Go, Dr. D. And Woo! he literally called me back and he went... Oh, Rue. Sorry, that's my nickname. She was like, "Oh, Rue, uh, that's not gonna hurt at all. It's like it's like getting your earlobe pierced more than your cartilage." Oh my god! So and you're supposed to get a new tat. And I'm getting on Tuesday. Oh, as well. on Tuesday. Okay. okay. Um, it literally was my mom was willing that she she was gonna get this for my birthday. So we went down to St. Mark's, but literally the guy wasn't there that I wanted to do my tattoo, and then the septum guy wasn't gonna be there the next day. And then when the next day came, my mom's like, "I don't really want to spend the." like five more hours in St. Mark's Place. Let's do something else. So fair. I was like, that's I fair. agree with your mom on that. So she was very, very sweet and just left me with the money to get the tattoo and the piercing on oh Tuesday. Oh my God, that's exciting. I'm very excited. You're going to be a whole new still, person. I'm still nervous about the septum choice, but I think it'll, I think it'll look good. 
think it'll look. It'll look great. I'm just oh my god. Well, I've had we've we've like we've I was like well we I can put ice cubes up there the whole time and numb it. My dad flat out even was like just like rub a little bit of cocaine on each side. Oh, just numb it. Okay. I was like um and he's like well on it he's like back in the day that's what they used to numb people anyway. And I was like well thanks dad for are you gonna supply all of the permission for this. Like, shit. I can't be blamed if something accidentally <laughs> goes up my nose. Whoopsie daisies. Yikes. Yikes. Feeling real jazz. Hey, yo. I'm really excited. Let's go get my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Stick tons <laughs> of few things. Whatever. <laughs> Belly button, eyebrow, lips. Let's Everything. Everything. Oh, that's Well, that's going to be very exciting. Yes. Next time I see you, you're going to be a new woman. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, why? It's great. It's fantastic. All right, speaking I say, let's of joke oh, the fuck in. I was going to say, speaking of oh, new women. Yes! See? I love that segue. Uh, da, da, da. So we're here. I don't know this bitch. I met her today. Uh, she's very short and sweet. I mean, she had a long life, but the, you know, the stuff we care about is short and sweet. All right, who is um, she? Her name is Velma Barfield. Ooh, that's oh, that's a yeah. name. So she was born Margie Velma Bullard. I kind of like the name Margie. Margie? Margie. <laughs> like, I want, like, like I, if I ever live in, like, a small town, I want, like, the wife next door to be Margie. Margie? Hey, Margie, you got any of that salt? Why not just Marge? Nah, Margie. It's, like, cute. I like Marge better than... I feel like if somebody was <laughs> named Marge, I would pet name them Margie. Well, that's, yeah, Margie. you got to put an E in front of, like, And there's yeah, a dog exactly. now. So I have a dog named Marge. Wow, you're really <laughs> Margie. carrying this. Carrying anyway, this okay, else. born October 29th, 1932. <gasps> She's a Scorpio. Y- yeah, y'all are. Here we are. South Carolina. I'm a Gemini. I'm crazy as shit. How like, dare you? Notoriously so. Uh, so that's when she was born. Sorry, it's just, I always find it a little hard to, like, I don't know, when there's so little information and I don't really know them, I'm not here to, like, I feel like my whole attitude's gonna be very blasé this entire time. Because you don't know a lot of information. Because I don't really know her. That's fair, that's so, fair. So, kind of like the Elizabeth Barthory episode, just, meh. Oh, you mean the best episode? Shaku Oh, I don't know how to say it. God. I bumped the mic. If you felt that, if it was or an heard earthquake, it, it was me. It was Jay. Uh, she was raised more towards uh, North Carolina in Fayetteville, and as so many of these tales start, she was raised in a very physically abusive household. God damn it! Uh, from her father. Shit. And her mother enabled and sort of did the whole like, I don't see it. So I don't, oh. if I don't see it, I don't know. I oh, guess, wow. which caused a lot of resentment uh, between her and Velma. Uh, throughout all the years. So in 1949, she is 17 years old. Ha math. She nice. married Thomas Burke, and she kind of married him to escape her situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't feel like for the time that was like a young age to get married. 17? Yeah. 1949? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. That. I feel like that's fine. Uh, they had two children, and to everybody's opinion, they were a very happy family until... Oh, God. Velma had a hysterectomy. Uh, it's unconfirmed whether it's something that she had to get or that she elected to get. Okay. Um, and due to complications regarding that, she developed chronic back pain, which then made her addicted to prescription drugs. So basically after her hysterectomy, uh, the marriage started to really suffer because she became not the carefree, jovial woman that the whole family knew. Mm-hmm. She was more prone to, like, drastic mood swings and anger and manipulative, like, ways. 
Um, I mean, was she on, like, morphine and stuff? Uh, Probably. Well, yeah, I don't know much of the... I don't know when things became... I mean, shit, like, when did we stop doing, like, heroin for pain medication? Oh, that's fair. So I don't quite know. I feel like that was early. Early Early-ish. But even if it was something like, yeah, like Percocet even, that's... Yeah, I'm just assuming she's just doing straight up, like, opioids right now. Yeah, opium or whatever. In pill form. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Not in smoke form. (laughs) Bowling it out. (laughs) What's that, a hookah? Oh, yeah. I smell that. Uh, So because the marriage became super uh, miserable, Thomas, the husband, started to drink, and he fell into alcoholism. Uh, one night, April 4th, 1969, uh, Burke had passed out in the bedroom, and then I guess Velma and the kids were out, and when they returned, the whole house had burned down, oh. and Burke was dead. I was not expecting this already. It goes zero, we're doing dude, it. We're in wow. it. Wow. So, <laughs> zero. the house is charred, Yeah. and he's inside. I mean, inside. she was married to him for 20 years. I mean... 1949 to 1969. That's the 20 years exactly. Two men, like two kids, happy marriage, and then... And I'm then only oops. saying that because I'm just like, when, when do you... When do you just... here? And here's my thing. He died, the house was insured, so she got money. Naturally. And I feel like the last bitch I did was kind of like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, one husband, yeah, yeah. like, actually died, and she's like, oh, shit. I can make a living Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, light bulb moment. Yeah. Uh, so a year later, 1970, Velma's married again. A year later. I Light bulb moment. <laughs> As learned. Oprah would call it, your aha moment. <laughs> you get arsenic and you get arsenic. You get arsenic and you get life insurance and I'm going to kill you. Woo! Uh, so Velma marries Jennings Barfield, which is, I guess, where she gets her last name now, Velma Barfield. And then she's like, I'll never change it. Oh, gosh. Uh, he was a widower at the time, uh, but less than a year after they were married, he's dead. Oh. Real quick. These are, I'm telling you, real quick stories. This is like a turn and burn situation. These are just little vignettes mm. I'm just going to throw We're like working up. in a restaurant in Midtown, and it's <laughs> right before theater time. We got to go. We got to go. Things are happening. Wiping dishes and laughing. Jenny's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he uh, was found dead March 22nd, 1971, supposedly from heart complications. Oh, Um, For a time. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag arsenic. (laughs) Hashtag toxicology report, please. Uh, For a time, Velma returned to live with her uh, and kind of care for her mother at this point because she was elderly uh, around 1974. Soon after she started living with her mom, uh, her mom started showing uh, extreme signs of, like, diarrhea and Uh-oh. vomiting Uh-oh. and nausea, but she recovered kind of normally, so she came back to full health, but in December of 1974, months later, she fell sick again with the exact same symptoms and then died in the hospital on the 30th of December. So she's working quick. Wow. So wait, she recovered from her initial symptoms? Right. So when her daughter first moved in, she fell horribly ill, right. but then fully recovered. So it was passed off as like gastroenteritis or, or bacterial yeah, yeah, infection. Yeah, yeah. But wow, then way to s- throw in that $15. Yeah. What did you say? Gastro? Gastroenteritis. Okay, whatever. Charting hmm. through doctors All right. makes you sound smart, <laughs> but you don't know what it, any of it means. Um... So, yeah, so she, like, her mom recovers. They're like, it's nothing. And then in December, she did. Bye, Mom. Oh, shit. Never loved you. 
1976, a couple years later, Velma begins to look after an elderly couple named uh, Montgomery and Dolly Edwards. But I'm in... like, you know what? I'd want a neighbor named Dolly. Right, Dolly. Dolly. Come on over, Dolly. I need a, a cup of on. sugar. I need a cup of, a sugar, cup of sugar, Dolly. You got any eggs? I like it. Yeah, I could live with a Dolly. Simple living, simple life. Um, But on January 29th, 1977, so a little, uh, I don't know when in 1976, so a year later possibly, Montgomery fell horribly ill and died. People just drop in Mike's (laughs) wife. His widow Dolly became ill a little over a month later with the same horrible gastrointestinal symptoms that Velma's mom died in, and she died March 1st, 1977. So... At this point, literally no one's suspicious. Uh, everyone around Velma, she has uh, brothers and a, a daughter. Every, everyone's just like, poor Velma. Oh, my God. She's cursed. Oh, my God. Everybody's dying around her. And I'm just like, wake the fuck up, people. What year are we in? Nine, uh, the 50s or the 70s. I feel like in the 50s. People were a little bit more yeah, but on the naive we're well side. Into the 70s here. But that's what I'm saying. Now that in the 70s, I feel like if you have one husband that died, oh my god. But when you start having another husband, <laughs> your mom, the people you're looking after, yeah, that that's a little suspect. We're starting to get a body toll. Yeah, uh, a little so suspect. Later the same year in 1977, Velma took up another caretaker position because she does it so well for. Um, a 76-year-old woman named Record Lee. I think that's a ridiculous name. Wait, Record Lee? Her name was Record Lee. Record Lee. <laughs> like, our, her first name's Record. And her last name is her L-E-E? Her name's L-E-E. Record I Lee. I don't understand. Okay. Well, um, that's fine. It was the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> So her, she was hired actually by the husband because uh, the I can't say her name record. Uh, the <laughs> wife had broken her leg, so Velma was hired, and the husband soon falls horribly, horribly ill with nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, and they need some Pepto Bismol. That's what they need. <laughs> was it nausea, heartburn, indigestion, indigestion upset, upset stomach, stomach, diarrhea? Oh! <laughs> Pepto Bismol, you can pay for that. You can you sponsor can us. Send us a check whenever. Uh, so he developed those symptoms and then died shortly after on June 4th, 1977. Uh, now, of course, I had to watch her 13 Minutes of Fame on Deadly Women. Yes, Deadly Women! And Deadly Women alludes to where I, of course, I couldn't find this information anywhere fucking else. That, uh, well, it's not like I went in. I could have gone into, like, the state like files but wow my mom was in town and yeah no no, no this it's this fine afternoon. it's okay this that is great this busy. is great um so she may have uh so apparently she was she started killing old people and then forging checks okay to her. yeah well she got caught she didn't uh. get caught for the murder she got caught for forging the checks and actually according to deadly women facts yes. um she spent a year in jail for fraudulent checks. So my question is, she just went from being a wife and a mother. Yes. And then her first husband dies. She remarries. Mm-hmm. He dies. He dies. Number two dies. And kills then she just mom. starts. Okay, she kills her mom. And then she just starts taking care of old people. And then they just start dying. Yes. 
So, like, do you need, like, a license to take care of old people? I, I think or are like, you just, like, knock, knock, oh. Yeah, like. Well, maybe it's probably, like, classified ads, like, elderly couple and waiting. Or they live in the neighborhood or something, and you know them, and, it's like. a beautiful day in the neighborhood. But, like, is it? Oh, Velma's in town. <laughs> you can't know if you're dead, <laughs> so. Maybe it's just always a good neighborhood right, when you're that's dead. that's fair. That's Who fair. knows? Uh, so she did that. Um, <laughs> yes, she did. She, she went to possibly, I don't know, she went to jail according to deadly women. Yes. Uh, after she got out, uh, Velma began dating a Roland Stewart Taylor. Oh, like that. Yes, exactly. Uh, to all outside eyes, quite like her first marriage, they were soulmates. They oh. looked, even the daughter was like, I, I would meeting her again like that today, I would say, yes, this is a good fit for my father. That's nice. Even after right. everything. Um, he, uh, super happy doting couple. Well, he died tragically on February 3rd, 1978. Uh-oh. Um, so I'm thinking between June 4th of 1977 when this other guy, the wife with the broken legs, husband died, maybe that was her year stint? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. That's yeah. about right. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so he died February 3rd, 1978, while Velma diligently tried to nurse him back to health. So he fell sick. God damn it. And then she tried to make him better, but woe is us. Uh, he, woe is I, us. How is this happening? However... Rowan's family was very suspicious immediately. Thank someone. someone. There's always going to be one family that's like, uh, 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 no uh, 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 Something doesn't make sense. So they um, demanded they check for poisoning and run a uh, I extensive. It. I demand. I demand an extensive toxicology report uh, during the autopsy, and they found ample amounts of arsenic in all of his major organs. Oh shit. Um, the theory. Uh, the theory is. And I guess it's not even a theory because they fucking asked her. Uh, Velma had begun to poison him months earlier when he started to, like, learn of her check fraud and being in jail. And they had apparently, like, some oh, blowout. Shit. Oh, shit. And then she convinced him to return to her, and then that's when she decided to kill him. My question is, when you're doing an autopsy, mm-hmm. which I find so fucking fascinating, mm-hmm. And there's that show called Autopsy, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But, like, how do you know, like, how do you know that something's been affected by something? You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm so, <laughs> like, how do you know these things? Like, You look under a microscope and the cells are different. I know, but, like, how do they know that those cells correspond to poison or natural causes or 16 years of school i don't know yeah right. 35 <laughs> years of medical school well there is so it's all in the lab it's all done i think by chemical reactions like you can tell that well in terms of like poisoning you can see the like a corrosion and stuff like that i guess in the major organs but then you have blood samples and i guess it's maybe how other things react to the blood Question mark? Question if mark? Knows. I don't know. I'm gonna go with your theory on the vital organs. Like so they maybe I... take your liver and see how you're oh, processing yeah. food. What's well, so they see remove how... everything? Exactly. Exactly. You're buried as like an empty vessel. Yeah. Oh wow. That's. Well, I guess they'll put them all back in when they're done. But do they? Who knows? If you're not an organ, who knows? If you're not, be an organ donor, Just guys. Be one Just donate those things. Bastard. You don't need them. You don't need your eyes, no mo. No God is going to deny you into heaven because you did the right thing. Exactly. That's right. Uh, Donate your organs. Don't. <laughs> also, we would like to be sponsored by the Red Cross Blue Shield. Thank you. 
basically, after they discovered a whole bunch of arsenic in Roland Stewart Taylor's body, uh, investigators exhumed the body of her second husband. Oh, this, this is not going to go well for Velma. Not at all. And Jennings Barfield was also found with trace amounts of arsenic in his body. God damn it, Jennings Bar... What's it? Barfield? So, Barfield? Barfield. Barfield. Uh, so basically, all right, so the first husband, necessarily not her, but we do have Jennings, we have her mom, we have the elderly the couple, couple and yeah. the husband, and now we have at least six murders now. Okay. She only confesses to three. Okay. And she only gets tried and convicted for the most recent one, Roland Taylor, or Roland Stewart Taylor. And this here is what? So, North Carolina, which is where all these crimes occurred, had abolished the death penalty years before. Got it. Conveniently, the year in 1977, I believe, uh, or 1978, they reinstated the death penalty. So, they only went after her for the one case and the one murder when they could punish her for the death penalty, and that's what they went after. So it didn't fucking matter that she had murdered up to five other people. The fact (laughs) that the death penalty was reinstated the year she killed Roland Stewart Taylor, prosecution could use that to put her on death row. Put her on death row. Not the other, not, not the, the five, other five, not the other, one plus five, not the five deaths that she's definitely responsible for, and not the other three that she herself says, No, I did it. Okay, no, but I slowly poisoned no, guys. Them. I put no, arsenic in I their fucking water, rat, arsenic based rat poisoning, <laughs> and stirred it in. Mm, no, no, just, just the uno, just the one that you can kill me. For? Okay, okay, thank Okay, all right, that's all right. I mean. You know, well played state. I guess, right? Uh, so she was confined to what's called Central Prison, which at the time was known to house primarily uh, escape prone or assault prone prisoners and also um, convicted felons who were like known to be mentally ill. Oh. Which for me, I'm like, are we're doing that, guys? Um, I guess, well, it's still the 70s, right? Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So it's like one flew that's over the cuckoo's right. nest. Oh, stuff, yeah. Which is, ugh. Uh, at the time, she was the only woman in North Carolina with a sentence of death because they literally had just <laughs> done it. Um, good job, NC in the house. Uh, so a whole unit was made for death row women um, at the North Carolina Correctional Institute for Women. In the facts documentary I watched, facts. Deadly Women. Uh, oh, no, this actually was another one on YouTube, and I forgot to cite it, so by all means, sue me for plagiarism. <laughs> uh, they put her in a, a solitary... For a while, they put her in a solitary confinement cell. Oh, no, that's a little later. So they moved her from, like, a main prison, and then closer to her execution date, they moved her to a solitary cell for, like, a few years across from the uh, execution chamber, which is oh. just rude. Wow. I, I mean, don't like that at all. A bunch of people. Solitary confinement would be would be I I you just have to kill me. I don't know. I was raised where I lived. I think I might be fine. Cuz here's my thing, if you have money, if you're fortunate enough to go in with at all a support system or money, you can get like deal, you can get books. You can get shit in there depending on what you did. But I mean, like oh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess you just do a lot of reading. 
a lot of yoga. Here's my thing. I'm like three. I think we've said this before. If you're homeless, just like commit a felony. Three squares a day. Three squares. Do something horrible enough to get solitary. Oh my god! I can't believe you just said that you out loud. You get walked around. You get recessed. I mean, I feel like you probably get some daytime TV. Shit. Watch the View. Whatever. But I mean, I I, I hate to say it, but you you're not that wrong on that one. Nah, I think I'm actually horribly wrong. I think you get horribly treated and beaten and assaulted in jail. Well, yes. The whole uh, that whole shebang. Whole nine yards. Uh, so on death row, Velma was actually so getting sentenced to prison and being convicted actually forced her to withdraw and come out of her drug addiction. Uh, and after she recovered, she literally became an entirely different person. She a born again Christian. She's a born again. God Christian. damn it! How did I know that? She found the good Lord. She found Jesus. On death row. Amen. Don't, Hallelujah. Don't they all? It's amazing. Uh, but she actually began to began. Uh, <laughs> she actually began to counsel and minister the other women in prison. Uh, and new inmates that like couldn't sleep or were super distraught, they would actually put in a cell next to her because they knew she would like talk to them and like calm them down. I mean that. I mean that's kind of nice. That's lovely. It's kind of nice. Um, her caring reputation in prison leaked out through like religious ways oh. and, and touched the community around. Uh, and they desperately tried to change her sentence to just life instead of death penalty because they. One guy spoke up for her and was like, she's a, she's a, <coughs> excuse me. Jesus. Like, keep her alive, keep her in, in jail, and keep her counseling these young women because some of them are just drug offenders or petty crime. Or sure. Like, I mean, felonies are like car thieving. Like, they can be rehabilitated and sent back out. Right. And they were just said, keep, keep her like a working civil, like citizen. Like, keep her a productive citizen of the United States. Just don't kill her. Okay. All right. That got ignored. Um, Not surprised a there. Professor of psychiatry at the New York School of Medicine, Dorothy Lewis, uh, she testified at one of Velma's appeals, stating that Barfield—I don't know. This is kind of a stretch for me. Um, Barfield had multiple personality disorder. She said that she spoke to Velma's alter ego named Billy, uh, and that since Velma was sexually abused oh, growing Jesus. up, he had killed her abusers. But I'm like, okay, that's maybe like the mom and the dad. But what did that elderly couple do? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say nothing. <laughs> what did the happy husband do? Like, I'm gonna go out <laughs> on the other limb and say probs nothing. I'm like, I don't know if you get that, Billy. Uh, the judge was unmoved. Unmoved, he was. <laughs> unmoved. By the testimony, and I freaking love this. I don't even care if this isn't true. It's, it was on Wikipedia. Uh, he's, he says, one of them did it. I don't care which one. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. I just thought that was, like, touche, judge. Touche. One of them. Who one cares of them which one? I don't one. care. It's the one same body. Uh, so after that appeal was denied, Velma just gave up. And said, "Stop fighting." Um, I mean, she's she's like eighty. She's like eighty years old. <laughs> she's old. Um, she was able to say goodbye to her daughter and I guess two to three grandchildren. I think two grandchildren before execution by lethal injection, November second, nineteen eighty four. Her final statement was, 
I know that everybody has gone through a lot of pain, all the families connected, and I am sorry. And I want to thank everybody who have been supporting me all these six years. Yes, Accent. Yes. Yes. Yeah, everybody was Southern in the last play that I did. Oh, okay, so it's great. literally just it's clung just on there. to me yeah. like a disease. I like it. Uh, her last meal, and I actually am a big fan of this bitch right now, only because of this. Oh Not that I support, I don't support her like Eileen Warnos. I just like her last meal. What is it? What is, um, it? What is it? A bag of Cheetos and two eight ounce glass bottles of Coke. Uh, <laughs> if you're going out. Cheetos and two bottles of Coke. But glass bottles, not glass the fucking bottles. plastic ones, Hell not no, the she's cans. A lady. I want a glass bottle. Clink. I she toasted herself. She's like, she toasted herself. Go on out, Velma. Glug, glug, glug. Oh my God. I want to toast myself from now on. I'm just going to order two <laughs> drinks from now on all I the don't time. Know. Clink. Ugh. I'm doing Maybe it. Maybe like nope. a spritz in a water. Nope. Boop. Clink. You can't mm. cheers with water. That's bad luck. Ugh. I'm ready oh for it. Oh my god, that literally explains my life. Oh, oh, why? Because you cheers with water all the time? Sometimes, if I don't... Oh yeah, you can't cheers with water. Some people jump the gun and they get the drink, so then they raise it and you're like, well, shit. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Um, oh, no, no cheersing with water. Because I'm a big person on, uh, that the justice system is entirely fucked up and governors and sh- they'll literally, like, use... Um, cases to gain popularity with the public yeah. to get reelected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super stoked because Governor Jim Hunt, who turned down Velma's final appeal, even after it was cleared, like by doctors, that she just sh- just should stay alive in prison because she was not the same Velma that went into prison. Um, he was up for reelection, and he had her die, like sis- like cleverly within that okay he did not get it haha okay good i was just very happy that he lost the election well that's good nobody also i'm like you executed an like a grandma person she looks like everyone's grandma like big glasses just like soft like sweet face and the like big grandma curls at the short it is it is bizarre that it's like you know like an elderly you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i understand like frying Ted Bundy. Like, I understand, like, people who are still, like, young enough that they could have, like, a life, you know, or at least, like, 20 years, I 30 years, jail. 40 Never years. But, like... Never kill him. I don't know about, Grandma. you know, the little old people. She's 80 years Just old. keep her on the... She, she doesn't have that much time left, I'm assuming. I'm not saying you have to, like, resuscitate her when she starts to die. Just let uh, her die. Yeah, yeah. Knock her out then. Right. But that's it. When, when her heart fails and she can't breathe, put her, just put exactly. her to sleep then. Then you're like, oh, okay. Uh, she was laid to rest in a very rural, small North Carolina cemetery very close to her first husband. Well, okay. That's nice. The only one she didn't deem worthy of death. Right. And we got a little fun song for you. Yes. 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 While Pammy does the Chalice of Choice. Chalice of Choice. Chalice of Choice. Chalice of Choice. So, Mr. Jennings, the gentleman Velma killed in 1970. Nope. 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 Jennings, (laughs) Jennings, <laughs> the man she killed in 1971. Oh, go. yeah, she was our, like, first death. Right. Je- so Jennings is our first husband death. His grandson, who was born the same year he was killed, 
started a band called the Wildflowers. Oh, I love that name. And his son, Jonathan Bird, or his grandson, Jonathan Bird, was livid that Velma took away his grandfather before he ever could meet the man. Gotcha. So he wrote a little song. <gasps> We got a little diddly for you. Velma. Oh my God, so here we go. We'll play a little bit of it. Yes. Got a little bluegrass there. I love this shit. Is this a banjo? I want to learn. Yes. If it is, I want to learn how to play the banjo. Falling down. <laughs> that would be so fun. I just think this is great. This music is awesome. You poison your mama, and then you watch her fall, falling down the Velma, falling down. Your medicine is calling. Can't you hear your medicine call? Or that, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's true. Because she literally would kill the elderly because she could like chug their medicine while they were like too sick to take it. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean it's gotta. Wouldn't we all? Be I mean, it's gotta get something. It's gotta go somewhere. I'll take it. Take it. Give me Oh my god! 
English. Wait, what's the? So it's the wildflowers and what's wildflowers? Jonathan Berg. Oh my God, that was lovely. He's. If you want to give me banjo lessons, I'm done. That was awesome. Shit. All right. Well. Chalice of choice. Chalice of choice. Chalice of choice. She's open. She's digging to the bottom of the jar. I feel like I need to. Oh, God. This is always very nerve-wracking for me. Who's it going to be? Is she going to accidentally say the name or just? Shut up. I'm not going to. I have one in my hand. (laughs) One on the ground. One on the ground. One in my hand. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh. Okay. Who dis? Who dis? Uh, We don't have a number, but we have a... Nickname. Oh shit. The Sunset Strip Killer. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> I don't know anything about oh my this person. God! You always get these super I... in-depth ones. Well, you gotta go up from the bottom. Get it, you gotta you have long nails. Get in there. Tonight. Well, that's where were they that's two weeks ago? Alright, well, I'm very excited. This is gonna be great. Um I think that's a serial killer. I fucking hope so. I'm ready for it. So um next week. Stay the fuck tuned. Just get ready. Um, before I totally forget, I forgot. I have to <laughs> mention that actually one of our listeners, oh shit, uh, a new listener, Ooh, if hi. you will. His name is Tim, and he's hey, lovely. Hey Tim, and you're his, fucking lovely. His husband is Steve, and he's lovely as well. What's up, and Steve, you're dope. Lovely. Um, he actually listened to our. Um, our Bueno Año, our Judy, Judy Good Tire, our Goodyear Tire, and he said, um, okay, so he said in, in a text message, he goes, P.S., in case I forget, remind me to tell you how much I died at Judy Goodyear <laughs> changing her name to Bueno Año, <laughs> which, one, is fucked up slash gibberish Spanish because Goodyear is Buen Año. And two, without the tilde at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. it means good butthole. Yeah! <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So if you haven't listened to it yet, please listen to our good butthole episode we're changing the title it's judy good butthole judy had a fantastic butthole like I my world has not, been wrecked. i could not this podcast is not the same and my response was excuse me i'm now re-listening <laughs> to this episode tonight it's it's it that's that's good butthole. good butthole that's good butthole. which you know we all would love a good butthole <laughs> Bleached. Well, on that note, we got shit to do. We got shit to do. We got some Bachelorette to watch. So much. We'll uh, update you next week. Yes, we will. And I'm very excited for this sunset strip killer. This is going to be like just nom 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 on all the information. Oh shit! I can't wait. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Fatal Females Podcast. Dot com. No, because it's no, it's our Instagram. But that's also the website. (laughs) So I thought I'd kill two birds. (laughs) I just got shot down. I was like, could you imagine if our Instagram was fatalfemalespodcast.com? At Instagram. At Instagram. Or what the fuck ever. No, okay. So here we go. Instagram, fatalfemalespodcast. And then Chelsea, what's our email? Fatalfemalespodcast.com. No, that's our website. Wait, what? I was going to say, what's the... Okay, so I'm just going to say it. We're These drinks were strong. <laughs> I told you. So sorry, All right, America. Instagram, Fatal Female Podcast. 
Our email is fatalfemalespodcast at gmail.com. Are you still listening? Our website <laughs> is fatalfemalespodcast.com. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea. We also have a Facebook page, which is do you want to say this or are you going to get it? You're not, you don't want to say I'm it? I'm nervous. Just Fatal Females Podcast. That's it. That's all we got for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye.